Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to Pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What is going on? Welcome back to The Reel Down on Paddle and Finn. Uh, with me tonight, co-hosting, I've got my boy, Chuck Wise. How you doing, man? Good, man. Like always, how you been? Good, man. Living the dream. Going to Disney Sunday, so I'm like... Dang. Yeah, I'm jacked up. Well, and sad I'm about to spend all my money. But Yep. You probably already spent that already, though. Yeah, most of it. it yeah. That, there's, there's another 1500 or so to be spent, I'm sure. Yeah, you, you got to get all like the, the funny hats and all that good stuff. Yeah, there you go. All right, so tonight uh, we, we got some great guys with us. They won the first and second place uh, from the All-American kayak, se- kayak Series on Lake Palestine. And we have Andy Moore and Michael Cates. Go ahead and bring them in. Well, we got Michael. Andy, he'll be in here in just a second. Right, how y'all doing? Good, good. You just got the bongos. Oh, yeah, I saw you had a guitar, so I'm a, I'm a percussionist. So I had to freaking put a conga in the picture, right? Man, yeah, I can slap a bass out here if I need. To. <laughs> I only, I it's I haven't I haven't played it in so long. It it's so bad out of tune, but yeah. hey, it doesn't. I mean, I always I just play alone in the basement. Nobody can hear me anyway, so it doesn't matter what we sound like. Yeah. The only reason I'm keeping it, my kids got like a little drum set on the other side. Of, uh, the oh shit, that was the worst thing you could do. Just uh, uh, yeah. I mean, my dad bought me a drum set when I was like five, and it was. I mean, I played that thing all the time. It drove them up the wall, but. It's great getting your kids into music, though. So, yeah. hats off to that. Yeah, cool. All right, so uh, we've never had y'all on the show, so go ahead and tell everybody who you are. Andy, we'll start with you. And how, how you know, just regular what kind of kayak, how you got into kayak fishing, what you do whenever you're not fishing. Right. Um, I mean, I fished my whole life. I've been fishing since I was like one. You know, before I could talk and walk. Um, uh, I. I bet, you know, kind of a, but I'm multi-species fisherman. I fish everything. I fish year round. I ice fish. I fly fish. I, where there's, I mean, I, uh, saltwater fish. I've been to Alaska. I've, I've been all around the world fishing, Mexico. I've tangled with some killer fish and I mean, fishing's my life, man. I just, if I didn't have it, I don't know what I do. Um, so, uh, fast forward, you know, what, 40 so odd years. I, you know, boat, boat guy my whole life pretty much. And, uh, had to get a knee replacement mm. and that made it pretty problematic to, you know, unload a boat, run the trolling motor and all that stuff. So it was just kind of a natural progression to get into a kayak. I started an old town predator, just a paddle kayak. And man, I tell you what, that I was hooked for life. It just, it suits my style. It suits me. I'm kind of a loner, um, love nature. You're so close to the water, quiet. Um, and I, I just, I got rid of my boat. I gave my boat to my boy. I said, I don't want this thing anymore. And of course he was, he was like 20, 22. So he's all happy as can be. He's got a new boat, you know, showing it off and all. So that's all good. But then I got tired of getting, uh, you know, I fished tournaments in the paddle kayak probably for two or three years. And I was at a big disadvantage, you know, to these Hobie guys, you know, you hands-free fishing, you don't get as tired. So I'm like, um, 
I'm on a Hobie and they're, you know, they're, they're so dang expensive. I don't know how I was going to do it, but that knee replacement, I was on this recumbent bike for rehabilitation. I'm like, I told my wife, you know, Hey, you know, the Hobie might work pretty good to help me keep me going. She's like, okay. So it was, I was like, it worked. So I got a Hobie and tell you what, man, that was, it helped my knee and it it just, it changed, it was a game changer for me because I could really compete better. Um, Love it. So I still fish out of the, the Hobie PA 14. Um, love it. I've had it since probably 2000. I think I had 2015. I got, got the uh, PA 14, 2015, still use it. Love it. Um, and then uh, here I am. I've, I've, I've heard from some other people that the, you know, the way the Mirage drive is, it's a little bit easier on your knees. Oh yeah. It's, it's great. I don't even get, I mean, I don't get tired. I mean, you know, the first time out of the year you get a little leg burn, um and then as the season progresses i mean i can go like 20 30 miles in a weekend and not even feel anything you know um i mean i've had a lot i've had a lot of surgeries in my life i just you know i play hard work hard Uh, my shoulders i just actually had a shoulder surgery um beginning of january i told my doctor i had this big tournament in february i'm like i i could so last year at the all-american I was hurting so bad. I couldn't even, cause it was a two day tournament. I'm, I, I'm not a big fan of two day tournaments, but I'm, I'm getting used to them. I, I kind of like them now. It's just a totally different strategy comes into play. Um, but my shoulder, I was, I was dying. I couldn't even move. I had to drive home and it's just, it's like, I need the surgery now, but I don't want to mess up. Well, I'm a huge ice fisherman too. So it's like, I'm going to miss the ice season. Um, but so I had that, I had my shoulder done and actually I was on the ice two weeks later. Um, but I'm not slipping on the ice cause I have cleats on. So, you know, whatever I could, I, I was jigging with one hand, no problem. Uh, but, um, so yeah, so it worked out great. This tournament, man, it was n- no pain, no nothing. So it, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. I'm glad that I got it done. So guys, ice fishing, where, where do you live at? I'm in Nebraska. So I'm, I'm kind of cursed here cause our ice season is really short. I only get like, if I'm lucky two months, most time we get safe. I mean, not you know, safe ice. I don't No Ice is ever safe. Um, I've fallen through three times in my life. I, uh, wow. once, yeah, one time I, you know, d- dumb, young and dumb, you know, I pushed it, but I tell you what, I think every ice fisherman should fall through. So you know what it feels like when it, especially when it hits your, you know what, I mean, cause you want to get out fast. <laughs> but, uh, the, the second time I fell through is pretty scary. I, uh, it took me, you know, this was before any of the safety stuff was out. I mean, this was in like 19, probably 90, 1989 when I fell through the second time. And, you know, now we have spikes, we have floating suits and everything, but man, it, yeah, it, it was scary. So no, I'm a, I'm a huge ice head. I mean, honestly, I, I get asked the question a lot, would you rather ice fish or open water fish? And it, it's a tough one. I mean, if, if my ice season here was as long as open water, I'd probably go with ice fishing. Just it's, it's a diff, it's a different beast, man. I get, I get a great workout. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I love element. I love fishing in the elements. I love just fishing in crappy weather. I don't know. Just, it's just something about it. It's just the connection with nature. You're like, you're actually fighting the, the, the weather and the fish and, and all together. And I, I don't know. I just embrace it. You know, and being in Nebraska, what else is there to do in the winter? You know? So I'm just like, I'm fishing, you know, but that's, that's the only way I knew. That's how I grew up. We, we, we fished year round. So I do travel. I used to fish a lot of tournaments when I was younger up in Minnesota. I did the eel pot festival many years. I fished the goal Lake uh the derby there and one year it was uh the actual temp was 35 below zero the wind chills were 60 and uh, actually 70 80 below zero this is like in 1994 and uh they didn't allow any shelters and that was freaking brutal i literally had to i mean the hard alcohol was freezing and i had to drag my dad off and some of the other dads they were so drunk because that's all they were doing was just drinking they didn't know that they were getting drunk and i didn't drink at all i was fishing you know i don't drink when i fish and yeah, it's pretty crazy. The hard people are putting the hard alcohol in their clothes to keep it from not freezing. I have never seen hard alcohol freeze. Um, it's pretty crazy. But see, I, I mean, I've I ice fish all over, man. I just I actually went to Colorado this year and caught my uh, personal best ice uh, tiger muskie through the ice over at uh, Antero. And I guess from what I've heard, nobody catches them through the ice there. And I guess I was like a hero that day. Guides were like running into me and stuff, going, "Dude, you caught a." tiger muskie at Ontario. let me stay to nobody believe me and i show them the picture and like dude i have been guiding that lake for like 20 years and i have never caught a tiger muskie out of there and i mean it's like it was just the right place right time i i uh i changed it up i was fishing a little salmo with an orange belly catching trout 
I was on a good pattern and the clouds came in, snow started falling and all the trout were kind of looking at my lure and they weren't taking it. And I'm like, I need to put a little scent on there. Cause the, you know, the trout, they feed mostly by their olfactory scent. So they're really into the, into the smell, but sometimes you can get on a reaction by just piss them off. If you, if you jig real hard, they'll hit it. Um, but yeah, so I put on this little, uh, just a two inch, uh, gulp minnow on a little bright orange head. And I saw my flasher, this freaking huge mark come up and I'm like, this is going to be a huge brown or rainbow, man. And it, it, it took my line. I, I was outside my, my son and his friends were in the hut and I just yelled big fish, you know, a big fish. And they all come running out and I'm fighting this thing. I don't know what the heck it is. You know, I'm like, I have the biggest trot of my life on it. Ran into some weeds. Um, and I, I had three pound floral on and I'm like, it was stuck in the weeds and I start pulling my son's like, you're going to break the line. I was like, dude, I don't have a choice. I can't, I have to, I, I have to take control. This fish is just going to spool me. I mean, I it'll take all my line out once it gets out of the weeds. So I took control of it, came out of the weeds, got up to the hole. It's it, this thing was so freaking big. I like looked down at it and I made eye contact with it and it like looked at me and I'm like, I, hey, pretty lady, uh, I, I'm not getting you up. So this, it was a fun fight. Thank you so much. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going to try. So I, you never do this ice fishing. I, I put my arm down the hole and I, I had to pull my line backwards. And I thought my, I thought my lure was going to, nine times out of 10, your lure is going to pop out of the mouth, you know? So I, I did it and it worked. And all of a sudden it popped up the hole. I went and grabbed it and I held it up. And my son, all the sperm was like, oh my God, it, it was epic, man. I, we got some good picks and I released it right away. So I, I just love that rush. Uh, yeah. I mean, efficient in general, it's just that it's that it, it, ever since I was a kid that hit, you know, and that, that feeling you get when you get a hit like on a crankbait or a jig and it just goes through your body, man. That's, that's what I live for. But so I've taken up all the time. I could no, I could no, talk all it. night, dude. I have I have I have stories for hours. So um, we give let's give Michael a chance to talk. He looks like he's falling asleep over there. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll have you on. Another, like... We'll we'll get you on another podcast here, but I'm sure. We'll yeah. Oh yeah, it's cool. Whatever. Love to have you, man. Yeah, man. I could talk all day. I got stories galore, man. I I blog a lot on my stories and my tournaments and. Um, yeah, I, I mean, dude, that's, that's nothing I have. I mean, like I said, I've traveled the world fishing, so, I mean, I, I could go on for years. Cool. Well, yeah, that's amazing. Right. Well, Michael, how about you, man? I've, uh, my dad taught me how to fish. There's a story that my mom tells that, uh, back when I wore diapers that he walked, he changed my diaper and washed me off in the lake one time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. So I, he taught me how, and I grew up uh, fishing Lake Fork. That's where I learned how to bass fish, and uh, and several other East Texas lakes. I've almost, when I was a younger younger teenager, I would fish for stripers and other stuff. But I've almost exclusively bass fish for since I can remember. Uh, I like to chase that big one. And let's see, I. I sold my boat in 2012 and got a kayak the same day, and I, I've never looked back. I could have got a boat, you know, a couple of times since then, man. But I just, I just got a bigger kayak instead. You know, it's something about <laughs> just, you know, being closer to the water, quieter, a lot quieter. You know, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a little bit different sport, and it is more challenging from the time you set the hook till the time you get a hold of the fish. There's a lot more moving parts, man. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It's harder to, it's harder to get, especially a big one, to to get a hold of him in a kayak than it is in a boat, by leaps and bounds harder. For sure. And I, uh, you know, I started off uh, paddling, but that didn't last long, man. I, uh, I remember, I remember fishing a tournament on uh, Ray Hubbard here in East Dallas, and uh, I could. Uh, I could see the dude, he was pedaling it, you know, and I could see him fishing this dock that I wanted to fish. And I just blew through it, you know, so many times. And when I went back, you know, later, of course, he was able to fish. I, I decided then I was going to get some pedals, and I did. And uh, I fish now out of a native Titan 13. Oh, it's just, uh, yeah, feels like I'm standing on the deck of a boat, man. <laughs> I heard they don't make one anymore, so I'm fixing to go buy my buddies that he never used, just so I'll have another one. Chuck's and, a, uh, Chuck's in a Titan too. Yeah, I got the I got the ten and a half. 
you know, I don't, man, I, you know, when I had to pedal the, I also have a motor now, but when I had to pedal the thing, I was, uh, you know, I was at a disadvantage, about a three mile range one way, you know, but now, uh, with the motor, it's, dude, it's, <laughs> it's the next best thing to a boat, you know, except I can get shallower and get in between stuff a lot better. I, uh, I enjoy it a lot. I fish mostly in the winter. I'm in the air conditioning and heating business. And uh, so here in our part of the world, I work like a mule all summer. But in the winter, I, I get to fish quite a bit during the week. And from uh, I say, my favorite time to fish in our part of the world is uh, Thanksgiving to Valentine's and that, that time. When it's good and cold, there's not very many people out. You know, it's a little bit easier to catch a big one at that time. At least where I go, you know. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. That's about it, man. Well, what, what's your home like, or what lake do you fish the most? Fort. Fort, Fort okay. In, in Palestine. Okay. You can, uh, what's your biggest? 12.9. Out of Fort? Nice. Out of Fort. That's awesome. 2002, March 3rd. Congrats, Dan, man. Book us a trip, Dan. <laughs> it's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... You know, I, I spent a lot of time out there, though. You know, I've, I've caught oh, yeah. big ones. If you fish where they're at enough, you're going to catch one. You know, that's just it's just the law of averages. Did you watch any of the uh, MLF event? All the mm-hmm. guys were fishing in the timber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I actually had a tournament. Uh, I fished at BASS on Fort during the last ice storm we had. Man, we only have one every mm-hmm. now and then. We had two this year. <laughs> And uh, so I, I had been going all the way up till then regularly, you know. Wow. I have another tournament there, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. And I did pretty well, you know. I'm uh, I'm pretty much in tune with what's going on, I believe. I think so. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah you, like, uh, almost when you, like, <laughs> when you understand the lake or, like, when you know what's going yeah. on, that's that's always a good feeling. Yeah, it, it, you know, over the years, I've never done – real well at palestine in a tournament because uh you like we were talking off air the best places to catch a big one aren't the best places to win a tournament just on saturday you know it's just too much going on man and i fell for that a number of times and had to scratch around so i did something completely different this time i fished the main lake you know i fished all main lake stuff the whole time you know real shallow about knee deep you know main lake docks the uh the walkways, you know, real shallow, and I had it all to myself, you know. And they they still have plenty of fish out there. I don't know where they spawn. I don't. I guess they spawn against the seawall. I've never never fished like that before this year. You know, I was just looking for something different. You know. So so you fish down lake in Palestine? I fish, uh, mid lake. Okay. On the, on the main, though, the main arm. Well, here let, yeah. let's go. Over, let's go over the numbers here. Uh, day one, it was, I'll kind of go over all the numbers. Uh, Blake Collins was in first with 88 and a half. Ryan Thompson in second with 84 and a half. Michael, you were in third with 83 and a quarter. And Andy, you were in fourth with 82 and a half. So, I mean, going in day two, six inches back, uh, Andy, and then, you know, um, a little bit less. I'm from Mississippi. I can't count. And then uh, day <laughs> two. <clears throat> terrible. I didn't go to Auburn. I, I went to small school. <laughs> um, day two, uh, Desmond James, 94 and a three-quarter mega bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Westerman, second with 85. Andy in third with 84 and three-quarter. And 
Brian Hillman in fourth with 83 and a quarter. He was going to be on tonight, but had something with his family come up. We've had him on before. And Michael, guy. super consistent with 81 and a quarter. Then for a total, Andy, you had 167 and a quarter. Michael, 164 and a half. And then Brian was in third with 150 and three quarter. But at, uh, I mean, it's, it sounds like the numbers were pretty good looking at it. But whenever you look at Tourney X and look at all the numbers, I mean, it was brutal. Day one, only seven people. Well, here. Day, yeah, both days, only six people had a full limit both days. And that was at 55 anglers. And then, yeah, so it was a, you know, Brian was in third. And then after at it, you know, there was a huge gap between Michael and Brian. And then after Brian, it even fell off even further. So, uh, so yeah, congrats on a great tournament and what were obviously tough conditions. What, what made it so tough? Why? Well, so, yes, so me? bad out there. Well, yeah, I, go think, ahead. I think, go uh, well, I, <clears throat> so I, I think just the water cooled down. The, uh, all the, the three major creeks at that lake that they stay 60 degrees all year. Any day the sun shines, it doesn't matter how cold it is or they just gain heat every day. Hmm. And then whenever, uh, that last ice storm came, see, I'd been there, uh, the week, just a few days prior to that. And, uh, it was good. It was just dynamite fishing. And I think the water cooled down so fast, that it freaked them out because they don't go anywhere you know they live there in, in shallow that's a shallow lake you know but i think it gave them some shock or something i don't know i it was real hard i mean i got a i got a dozen or so bites each each tournament day but a lot of little fish it was real hard to get a good fish to bite for me you know and the biggest majority of my bites came i just uh just pitch it up against the post and just let it set you know without moving it then your line just takes off they just didn't want to uh they didn't want to snap you know they just mm -mm. Wouldn't, i wouldn't even feel them bite it just see it move you know mm. that's uh i mean there's just so many fish there if you make enough presentations you'll get a bite you know but it's just they weren't very aggressive at all yeah just looking at the lake i've never been there but you know looks like it's got some good grass tons of docks Mm -hmm. If you love to fish stocks, that, that's your jam right there. Mm -hmm. And they live on them. It's, yeah. it's a good lake, man. The average, you know, average, I don't get excited or anything under 95 on a 95 inches on a, you know, on a regular day on a Wednesday, you know. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a real, real good lake for three or four or five pounders, you know. Okay. So what was, uh, what was water tent where you were at? 50. 49, 50 the first day, 49 the second day. Wow. And was it muddy or clear or in between? Clear, clear as clear? I've ever seen it like. Wow. Huh. It's hmm. a real uh, tinted green. It's a fertile, fertile looking water. Bass, bassy green, you hear it said? Yeah. It's good. Now, all the creeks are generally muddy in years past, but this year, I guess we hadn't had as much rain. They're clear now. Clearer than wow. I've ever seen them. Hmm. hmm. Andy, well, I, I guess we'll start with you with your day one. Well, I mean, great minds think alike. I fished the main lake too. I pre-fished and I, I went up to the Kickapoo and it was, it was pretty muddy up there for me. I must not have been in, I mean, it's the first time I've ever fished this lake. And I, I mean, I, I started studying after our Nebraska championship in September, I started studying this lake, like hardcore, putting a lot of hours trying to figure it out, you know, but I knew it'd be pre-spawn i knew i'd catch some big ones up in the crooks they'd be staging they'd be getting to spawn it was all good to go that cold front came through and i mean it was like 80 or 70 like the day before i got there and it dropped to like 28 degrees so i know that it's going to scatter them they're going to be like like what michael said they're going to be in shock um it's going to freak them out a little bit but they'll still be in the areas they're just going to be scattered um Pre-fishing, I tried up to kick a poo. I, I mean, I had bites, um, but it really wasn't what I wanted to fit. You know, it just, it just wasn't feeling good. Um, ended up hitting a stump really hard, uh, bent my drive really bad, and I dumbass me, I flipped my drive over and put it in reverse and go forward to try to bend it back and hit another stump, but the rods are still in the same place, so I bent it so bad that my drive wouldn't move, and I had to, like, paddle back probably a mile, but I was with the wind. I mean, there was two-footers, so I was just riding like a surf. I was done pre-fishing, so I just kind of had to – 
you know, regroup, recess, what I was going to do pre-fishing day two. Pre-fishing day two, I hit Celine Bay. It's really cool. I mean, nice. It was like its own little lake, and I had good bites off the docks all day. I'm like, cool. I can come here and catch a limit, no problem. Um, and I, the, the weather for me is like my game. It's like right up my alley. I, I thrive in bad conditions. Um, and I knew that people were going to struggle, you know, me- mentally. I mean, that's the, the bad weather. That's where it gets you. It gets you mentally. You start thinking about your cold hands, your cold feet, your wet body. And as soon as you start thinking about that, you're done fishing. I mean, you might as well just put your rods down because you're not focusing on your fishing. And I don't, that doesn't even phase me. And like, like Michael said, I was getting bites that I you couldn't feel them. You had to watch your line. So I had to have laser focus, like watching my line and like 20 mile power winds, two footers. I'm just staring at my line, just focusing on that. And you see your line move and I give it a two count. I lay into it and I have a fish. It was weird. I mean, I had some, I had some good solid bites. I mean, I tried, I tried, you know, my, I'm a jig fisherman, but you know, that's my main thing. I got no bites on a jig. I had a downsize. I had to use my small walleye rod with, I think I had like seven pound floor on it and a small, like eight ounce head with a plastic on it. I caught all my fish on. I did upgrade a few on the lip list during the tournament, but I caught all my fish just finesse fishing. Just, I seriously had to hypnotize them to bite. Um, and I, like, like Mike said, I was on the main lake, uh, a little clear water, beautiful water. I loved it. You probably like six inch, seven inch, eight inch visibility, which is perfect for what I do. Um, I do a lot of smallmouth fishing up North. So it's like, you can see down like 15, 20 feet. So you really have to be quiet. Uh, you very light line, six pound fluoro, drop shot finesse. So, I mean, the, the fishing set up, set up perfect for me, but I knew day two that it's good. The sun was out and I knew these, that, you know, the Oklahoma, Texas guys were going to lay some big numbers. So my, my uh, strategy day one was to get my five. Cause I knew I couldn't in these weather conditions, no problem. Like Mike said, I had, I probably had 15 fish both days, bites, some, a lot of dinks. I, I did. I think I did miss my personal best bass. It, it, it totally just, it, 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 it took control of me. I, I wasn't ready for it. And I, that's not like me. I'm always ready for a big fish. And I wasn't caught me off guard and just totally just kind of laughed at me and spit me. And I was just like, whatever. But, um, so it, it, they, you can still win the tournament and that's still like, <laughs> I, but I, I, I honestly was, that was not my thinking. I knew that like, I mean, Mike's from Texas. I'm fishing against guys that like, this is their home Lake, man. They know this Lake, like the back of their hand, you know? And I, I knew I was at a big disadvantage there, but I had a good, I had a really good mindset going into it. I was in a good place. Um, and, uh, I knew if I got a limit day one, I, I might have a chance at getting top 10. And that's my goal. Every tournament top 10, you know, I, I just kind of said it that top 10, um, but kind of, you just kind of focus on that. But going into day two, I was a little worried. I'm like, you know, man, I, I, I got to get some big ones. I went to the same spot because I know these bass here in Texas. I fished Fork a few times, and uh, I fished the TOC there in 2016. Um, and I know they're territorial here more in Texas than they are in Nebraska. So I had some good bites, and I knew they'd be there tomorrow. I didn't sting them or anything. I knew they'd be in the same spots, and they were. Um, so day two, I went to the same spot. This 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 place I was at was just packed with fish. I mean, there was just there's fish everywhere. So I had, I mean, we could, I could have had four or five guys there fishing. We all would. There's plenty of fish for everybody. Um, so day two, you know, I, I I my first fish was a that twenty and a quarter, and I was like, oh boy, this is a good start. And my second bite was that it was an eight, it was an eight or nine pounder, easy. And I lost that, and I about threw up. Um, but it was early. It was only like nine o'clock. So I'm like, it's good to, it's good to lose your fish early than it is later because you can forget about it quicker and move on. Um, so I, I, you know, I had my limit by noon, uh, ate my lunch, took a deep breath, relax. I'm not a big, I'm not a big tech guy. I, I just finally got good at submitting my fish on the water. I never did that before. And everyone called me a sandbagger. But I'm like, I'm not a sandbagger. I just can't do it. I, I focus on fishing. I'm not, I'm not looking at the leaderboard. I'm not taking, I'm not taking, I'm fishing. Every second counts. You know, I'm not taking the time to download these fish. I got an hour afterwards. I'll do it then. But I'm so glad I'm doing it now because that is the most stressful part of my tournaments was after tournament, sitting in my truck, going through all these photos, trying to submit them. Did I, did I submit duplicate fish? I mean, that would freak me out. I mean, everybody knew to stay away from Andy when he's doing this because he's, He's a freak. <laughs> like, don't, don't get near him. So I'm so glad it's so easy because the tournament's over and I'm just like, I don't have to do anything. I'm done. I've submitted all my fish. I'm good. But, you know, reception does play an issue sometimes. Like our Nebraska championship, I had no reception, so I had to do it. But 
so going into day two, you know, I needed a good limit, but I, I just needed fish clean to get my five and I'd be in the top 10, you know, and I just, I guess it was just destiny, man. I just, I just, I, you know, I've always blown it day two in tournaments too. I always, historically, if you look back at me, I'm always do pretty good day one, you know, but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And I always had to remind myself, you got to finish hard, man. You got to finish strong. And I stars aligned. I got lucky and I, I, I pulled this one off, man. I, I've, I've worked my ass off and I finally, you know, I earned it and I'm, I'm pretty happy for myself. I've had a pretty rough couple of years in tournaments. You know, I'm, I've, I've been so close so many times and it's just, I mean, I've, I've won, I've won some events. I've won some big events. I won the MKFS, the Midwest kayaking fishing series in 2017. I've won a couple of big events, but it's been a long time, you know I mean? it feels really good. Um, but I mean, that's not what defines me and it's not about, about winning. It's all about just, uh, you know, catching fish. I don't really care. I just have fun, man. I just love fishing and I'm so competitive that it just helps with my competitive outlet. So I'm just blessed I can fish and blessed that I, I did well enough to, you know, get a, get a check and, uh, feel, it feels, it feels pretty good, man. I, I, I needed it really bad. And it was, it's what, $200 entry fee? Uh, 175. 175. Are, are you fishing all of them now? Or just um, the... I, I'm trying. I fished the Nebraska circuit, and there's a couple of tournaments overlay. I also have a club here. Uh, I fished at the Omaha Toads Angling Alliance, and we have a big tournament at Roy Lake. So I might I might miss the St. Clair one. I'm a big smallmouth mm. fisherman. That one's going to kill me because I know I can do really I good on right St. Clair. Too, right? Oh, my God. My son fishes there all the time. He's the, I mean, he shows me pictures of like six-pound, five-pound smallies. <sighs> so, I mean, I, if I can make it, I probably wouldn't even need to pre-fish it. I, I suppose I could get in the truck after uh, South, Dakota, South Dakota and Roy and fly up to Michigan. But, man, that's like a 15-hour drive. I don't know if I can handle it, but it's tempting. Um, but I'm going to try to do as many as I can. I love, I love this circuit. I love the guys that are doing it uh joshua and tyler are, are great guys i mean you can't find any better guys in 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 this in the world honestly i mean they're just down to earth great guys everyone that fishes this uh, circuit are are good guys um and that's kind of what gravitated me towards it plus it's like kind of a kind of like the old mkfs days in the midwest you know the guys in the midwest i get to fish with those guys again and I'm so glad they did this you know it just it fits my style the people it fit it just, i just fit right in um so yeah, I'm gonna try to fish all of them if I can. And I I know at the end of the year they have a championship where, uh, that, like all the different clubs you can bring your yeah top, top few no, people it's, from your it's local awesome you can come and fish it yeah, yeah we, we, top ten in any state team. yep so uh, they, this is their second this will be their third year they've done it two years and I've qualified both years um so I finished just out of the top ten in Nebraska the first year but I got a roll down spot and I'm like I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm going to make you guys proud when I fish hard. And I did really good. I did the best in Nebraska or second best in Nebraska or Pat Lassick actually, I think got third or something, but I, I did pretty good. I was top 20. So I redeemed myself there. And then last year I qualified for it again, uh, another roll down. I didn't get top 10 and I actually got like 15th best in Nebraska. Like I said, I've had a couple of rough years, man. I mean, I don't know what I just, I wasn't right mentally. I don't know what was going on. Just some, just, I just wasn't there. I just had a lot of stuff going on in my life. And I couldn't really, uh, focus you're, well but you're back on it now i'm back yeah, on it now man yeah i'm feeling yeah. i'm feeling good you know but it could change you know it just that's the thing about fishing these these tournaments you just you you got it i mean it's just like anything in life you have to be mentally sharp you have to be mentally prepared and if you got a bunch of clutter in your head you got you got to release it you know if you want to do well because that'll just bother you and you just you're not focused on fishing you're focused on all the other noise and all the other bs yeah. um but yeah, no, it's a, it's a great series, man. I'm, 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 I'm blessed to be able to fish it and have the opportunity to do it. Okay. Well, Michael, I, I, tell us about your tournament, man. So, uh, I just, he, he's ready. He's got some more rods. You just, did you take that money and buy some rods? Oh yeah. I built my rod, my own rods and that's just what I got oh, in line. There you go. Nice. Hey, so I just fished a tournament on Palestine and uh, I got six of fishing, uh, main lake. But I, uh, you know, the way the wind was blowing, it was going to blow those docks out. So I had to find something else. And I was in, you know, within a mile. I just was looking. I got there Friday and uh, wind blowing out of north. It was cold, man. And uh, I just wanted to find something a little more protected. In the first, you know, I did. I, you know, got a bite as soon as I got there and went and found something else. So I knew where I was going to fish. You know, it was about a mile long stretch. 
you know i couldn't couldn't fish it all twice if i wanted to not very thoroughly so uh first day i had a see i had a i think i had a limit at 9:45, man first day of little ones and uh so i went to this i i went through the first pass of the of the better what i consider the better docks and uh had a limit real quick so i just went down the way i didn't want to burn them up just in case and i left three good ones in the water man i, I got broke off once by a real big one and uh i had another one that uh came off when i was slipping the net under it and i went back and got him saturday it's my biggest fish or sunday is my biggest fish i'm pretty sure it's the same fish wow. anyway so uh you know the uh <clears throat> It was just, you know, I, I'd start off with a jig. That's the way I, it's just the best way to fish. You know, I fish a Viper XP jig. It's a stand-up jig with rattles in it. And I just throw it out there and just barely shake it enough for the rattles to do their thing and just let it set. And they want to snatch it up, man. Just come by and snatch it up and take off. Well, they got off of that pretty early. I couldn't get, you know, if I've got 30 minutes without a bite on these prime docks, you know, I know something's different. So I went to a uh, June bug, little June bug worm on a stand-up head, man, and they get, they just can't stand it, especially those little ones, you know. And I, uh, this, by the time, I mean, I was ready to quit uh, Saturday, man, at, at 2 o'clock. I was ready to load up and go. I didn't want to go fish back through, you know, because we got to you know, you got to leave something for tomorrow, man. And I don't know if you can fish those things out or not, but it just, that's just, I didn't feel right going back through them, you know, knowing I had another day to fish. So, uh, I went and fish, you know, the best way I know to catch a great big fish in Palestine is to fish those hard spots in the sloughs and stuff where the current blows through, you know, it's the best way I know to catch a great big one. And that's just, it's, everybody knows that it's not a secret and it's just, jam-packed back there but i didn't there wasn't anybody on the good part uh saturday afternoon so i went and tried it and i just didn't get a bite at all you know which you know that's i, I don't know if it, i didn't it just I, I couldn't find a fish at all and that's a real 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 good spot for a great big one then sunday i uh, took me to 11 to get my limit on sunday and uh then i just turned around and went back through you know and i'd upgrade every ever pass you know i couldn't i think i only caught one on a jig all day sunday yeah it was my first pitch in the morning i caught one on a jig and that's the only bite i got on a jig that day i had to use the worm the whole day and uh i never could catch nothing winding man i got off i went to those docks i'd fished the previous tournament and only two of them weren't blowing out and i uh threw two casts under it and got two bites and then i hit the dock with my kayak and that was that, you know, then I went back through and I remembered, uh, it was, a, it was about a five pounder that I, uh, I lost on a, on a ladder of a dock, you know, it's, it's the deepest, deepest ladder that I, I fish is like seven foot. And, uh, I, sure enough, man, I went back after he's like two forty five when I caught that fish, you know, is it, I'm sure it's the same fish. It looked the same, you know, and he was there. And, uh, this time I, I lucky enough to net it. You know, I just didn't, uh, I didn't get any big bites on, on Sunday. It was different, man. Something, I don't know either, you know, they don't eat every day. Maybe I stuck the ones that were willing to eat and that was it. You know, I don't know. I just didn't get any good bites at all that I know of, you know, I didn't miss very many fish. It's, it's uh, it was a weird, it's a weird thing. We could all load up and go down there tomorrow and kill them you know it's been 75 degrees for two days i'd man. do it <laughs> i mean it's an unbelievable lake you know it's just yeah just a sheer number of of good size fish you know it's unbelievable it's my favorite place to fish probably there maybe fork it's a toss-up but i love it now I, I uh i fish there a lot in the winter time you know i don't go too much in the summer because of my work you know i don't i mean i'll go once once a week maybe but not in the winter, I I I spend a lot of time there. It's a fun place to be, man. Got so that, all the good spots. Yeah, <laughs> that Viper jig you, you were talking. What, what kind of jig is that? So the you're Vi flipping. Yeah, it's a Viper XP jig. It's made by a guy, uh, Mark Mitchell, on Lake Fort. He makes them, and it's uh, it's got a rat on it. Stands up perfect, and the 
the tail of the crawl just stands there, man. It's too much for them to stand, you know. It's just hmm. flapping at them, and that's what uh, you know, that's what I caught all my fish on at uh, <clears throat> the previous uh, BASS tournament on Fort too. You know, every fish I caught was on that. And uh, I just it's, think it's a stand-up flipping jig, though. Yes. Oh, okay. Biper XP lures. Check them out. They're, they're good. I've, ever since uh, I, I've probably been using them for 20 years now exclusively, especially in the winter. You know, it's the best wood jig I've ever, ever used. It's got a tapered, the, the head is tapered. It comes through wood so good and stands up. You know, you just let it, you know, this time of year, they're not, I mean, sometimes they'll bite it on the fall, but usually they're, they just have to look at it a long time before, you know, and you want something to, kind of flat if it's laying on its side i don't get anywhere near as many bites not this are you here. are you fishing brush in front of the docks or just the dock itself the, the walkways of the docks usually. okay not even the front i didn't fish the front of a dock so i lost a big one at the front of a dock just <clears> so, and the reason why because i just pitched there as i was moving across didn't even recognize it was a bite until he already had me under the ladder and he broke me off you know and it's a big big one so the next day, I, I had to fish the fronts of the docks, you know, and I, I caught my biggest fish came at about seven feet, but every other fish came in under two feet. You know, Saturday, my biggest came in a foot of water. The first pole, the first pole on the walkway in 20-something wow. degree weather, you know. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just wow. don't care on that lake, man. Yeah, I was catching them on, on – uh, I upgraded. So I, I caught most of my fish about uh, five, three to five foot of water. But I upgraded on the docks too with a, with a lipless. And I, I it was like two – I was catching them in two feet of water. I mean, it was crazy. I didn't – I just – I didn't think it would happen. And I, I just I was going to try it. And I threw my lipless in between these two boathouses. And bam, I got one. I'm like, whoa. And I kept doing it. And I kept catching them. And I caught, I caught four upgrades – uh, during the tournament after i filled my car both days doing that so yeah i was shocked too that they'd be that shallow yeah, yeah that's where they live man it's just even uh yeah. my biggest fish out of that lake is uh, eight and a quarter i caught this past august and uh nice it, it was in three foot of water man you know wow under yeah that's what, foot of water, that, man. yeah that's what i hear like the like and, and from experience too, the Texas bass, they're very territorial. I mean, it, they ain't going to move a whole lot of ways. I mean, if they like a spot, they're staying there. It doesn't matter what the water temp is. Mm -hmm. That's why Palestine's like that. At Fork, I generally fish deeper in the okay. hot summer, you know. Yeah. I do. Just, yeah, when I fish, yep. I, I think when I fish Fork, I've caught all my fish in like 10 to 12 foot of water there. Yeah, I, I generally do. In the, you know, this time of year, you can't fish shallow enough. All winter, I fish shallow at Fork, but in the in the hottest summer, I like to fish. I just like fishing deep, you know. Uh, so I, I I love offshore fishing too. It's fun. I'm not mm -hmm. the best at it, you know, but I'm better at getting up in there with them, you know, right up the creek or something. But I just uh, 
I just know that, I mean, I, whenever I had a boat, me and my brother, there was one, one boat house that had a brush pile under it, and it was in 18 feet of water, the last dock before the dam on Palestine. And we tried, and it was a big brush pile, and we tried and tried to try to catch them out of there. And, uh, you know, I catch a, catch a two-pounder every now and then, but I've never been able to catch any deep, deep bass on Palestine at all. And I've tried a lot, you know. I never have. Some guys do them, but not not that many. Right. I wonder. I wonder why that is. I mean, that'd be a great place for them to like hang yeah, low and get weird. Yeah. It might I mean, every lake's different. Yeah. Water. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, the stripers every, and the crappie live deep. You know. Right. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every lake's different too. I mean, it's yeah, it's true. that's the weird that's the weird thing about it. There's a Crazy. when uh you know the lake. Is it, is it just right? yeah, it just forage based like bluegill eaters, where 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 they're just staying up shallow. Is it is it more of a forage I, thing? I, it very well could be. They got to eat. I would think so. Out there, yeah. you know. I mean, the, where the where the food is, that's where they are. You know, I mean, I was seeing a, I was fishing a wind blowing shore, and there was shad everywhere. I could, I mean, I actually almost thought about throwing a buzz bait for a minute because there was a couple of bass. I could see their tail fins chasing shad shallow. I'm like. Wow. I didn't. Even, I didn't bring. I didn't bring any surface lures. I, I. I swear to God, I probably could have caught one on a buzz bait. I mean, they were they were chasing shad in like two feet of water. If I would have put a buzz bait on, I guarantee I would have caught one. But it, you know, it was 20, 28 degrees yeah. out. I didn't. I'm like, I'm not bringing any surface stuff. There's not gonna be a surface bite, but I probably could have. But yeah, I, I think there were the. I mean, obviously, there were the food is. You know, I mean, that's that's what they eat. They. I mean, that's what they do. They eat and they breed and they you know, go to the bathroom. That's, that's their life. That's right. All right. Well, I mean, we don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, we appreciate y'all giving on, but before we let everybody go, we want to give you a chance to shout out anybody that makes fishing easier for you. Andy, we'll start with you, man. I mean, obviously my wife, I mean, yeah. she lets me do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, right. Yeah. I cry. Check. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, she's, She's my biggest fan. I mean, we're best friends. I mean, I've, she's my high school sweetheart. I mean, I've been dating her since I was 14 years old. So wow. she, her dad was a big outdoorsman. My, my whole family's a huge, like huge outdoors hunting, fishing. I mean, I grew up outside and I mean, my dad took me over. Her dad was a big fisherman and her dad died when we were young and I really never had a chance to meet him. I and mean, it kind of kills me because I would have loved to fish with him. I never got to fish with him, but I mean, my wife and I fished all the time together. So she's my number one fan. Shout out to her. Um, you know what? I'm not a, I don't have any sponsors. I don't, I don't, I'm just not into that game. I don't, I, I'm not a big YouTuber. I know you got to like, play. I'm just not, I'm, 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 I'm older. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if like zoom called me or something, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll hop on, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm just not, a big, I'm not big into the big sponsor things. You know, I, I honestly take a lot of pride going up and cash and check with a blank shirt on. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just, uh, it's just kind of who I am. And just, I'm not in it for that, you know, but I'm not, I'm not saying I would never do it. I mean, like if I got the right calls and if someone was paying me to like fish full time, I'd do it for sure. I'd quit my day job. I mean, I own my own business, but I'd, I'd stop doing that. But, um, uh, I, I'd shout out to my local bass club toes, angling, angling, angling Alliance, great club. I've been with them for a long time. Learn a lot. We got a lot of young guys. I learn a lot. You wouldn't think about it, but I learn a lot from the young guys. They think cool. differently. They fish differently. They do things differently. They bring a lot to the table. Where's that um, out of? In, Where's that club out uh, of? Omaha, Nebraska. Okay, cool. Uh, so we fish actually. So like every Wednesday night, uh, starting here in a couple of weeks, we fish all the Omaha lakes, um, which is freaking hard. You're fishing lakes in a metro, you know, Omaha, Omaha. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, you, we got, and they're not managed very well. I mean, our, our game and parks, I mean, you can't blame them. I mean, they're, th these are just flood control dams. They're not, they're not meant to, you know, be awesome trophy fisheries. I mean, but we do good. I mean, I've caught, I, I mean, I've caught six, seven pounders out of them, 22 inches, you know, if you know what you're doing, I mean, I've, I've fished these lakes my whole life. So I'm, I'm really good at them. I know how to fish them, but so we fish those. And then every month we have a DJ, which is called a du jour, which we travel um, out of state um, to a, a lake, like our big ones, uh, Roy Lake in South Dakota. That one's in June. That's just freaking awesome. And a great time, great guys, great time to hang out. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess just shout out to everybody, all my competitors. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to compete because if I didn't have you, we wouldn't be doing this. You know what I mean? 
So shout out to everyone that's passionate about fishing and loves it and to make this sport great, man. And, and shout out to everyone who's honest. Um, you know, just back in the day, there were so many cheaters, man. Karma's going to get your ass. Just don't, you know, I just heard, I was on that podcast last night and they were yeah. saying there's some guy in Arkansas that was cheating. I mean, like, they'll get, they'll I don't get, get it. I don't know why. Mm. What? They'll get you eventually. Yeah, but I don't know why, why do people do it. Is it just they want the fame or they're just so desperate to win? I don't, I don't get it. If you, if you, if you do it right and you work hard, it's going to, it's going to land in your lap. You know, it's going to happen. You know, just don't, just never give up. I mean, that's my, that's my, that's my motto. Never give up, man. I fish till the last second. It don't matter what in life, everything in life, my business, um, everything I pursue, if I, if I put my eyes on it, I'm going to get it. You know, I, I never give up, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta think positive. So, I mean, just, just shout out to all the good people, you know I mean? The, the world's crazy right now with all the crap going on, man. I, I'm heartbroken, man. I'm like crying about it. This just sucks. Um, you know, I wish people were more kind. Um, so I, I, I try to do that, man. I can only can, I can only control myself and what I do. I can't control what other people do. So I, I do my best to be kind, to give, to help. Um, you know, and, and, and I, I love helping people fish, man. I don't care. I'll, I'll share anything. I'll tell you where I'm catching them. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you to my spot. I don't care. You know, I mean, you still got to catch the fish, but, um, I just shout out to all the cool people, you know, shout out to all the nice people. Cause that's, that's the most important thing in life. I like it. All right, Michael, how about you, man? Uh, well, from my perspective, it all, I believe in God and it all starts with him from the, from the creation onward. So, you know, the biggest thanks, I can just give thanks to him for allowing me to, the means to do this. And my brother and my wife, you know, while I'm, I got a business too. When I'm gone, my brother makes sure it's not burnt down when I get back, you know, and <laughs> that's just, I can't, uh, can't thank him enough. And my wife keeps everything going in the house, you know, make sure all my bills are paid and the lights are on and something to eat in the fridge while I'm off running around. And that's, uh, there's just not, I can't say enough about, about that, you know, and I'll tell you, as far as fishing goes, there's a little tackle shop in North Richland Hills, Texas called Anglers Pro Tackle and Outdoors. From my kayak to 95% of the stuff in it is, uh, it came from that, that shop, you know, and it's, uh, they're one of the mom and pop shops. It's a real good place. It's, uh, they do a uh, online business too. If anybody wants to give them you know, just give them some business, man. They, they're going against Bass Pro Shop 20 minutes down the road, you know, and it, that's a rough way to make a living, man. And they do it good. Heck they yeah. really care. Yeah. They, you know, it's a good, it's my favorite place to go in the whole world. You know, it's, it's awesome. And they help us, you know, I'm, I'm live in a, in a big, huge metropolis, DFW Metroplex. And out of, uh, you know, we got a big uh, North Texas kayak. It's a big one and uh oh anyway and uh we we're lucky here we got mariner sales and anglers pro tackle and you know we're all well situated as far as sponsorships and you know they take interest in what we do and that's uh i, th I think that thank them for that looks like my battery is about to die man all right well we we made it just in time man. <laughs> yeah i know great time I to, hey, i don't know how to plug it up man yeah. All right. You're like well, me. We, we appreciate y'all guys. Thank you for being on, and have good luck the rest of the season. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll have you back on after you win some more. Yeah, keep that yeah, momentum going, guys. Keep it, keep it up. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, great job, Michael. Uh, Michael, it was an honor. It was an honor fishing against you, man. I didn't realize that you know that was your that that was your home turf, man. I'm I'm humbled and honored that I was able to fish against you and do well against you. Um, you so good, hats. Hats off to you, man. I, 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 I had a good time. Great, great time. Thank you. I'll see you in Kentucky. I am going. Yep. <laughs> me too. All right, man. Safe right. travels. Thank you, Thank you for friend. having me, guys. Thank you. All right. yeah. Good no, luck, gentlemen. Good you know, I, I thought about, I mean, it's stupid, but I, I thought about opening up a tackle shop right, right across the street from Bass Pro and called it, call it Bass Amateurs <laughs> and just That's carry okay. all, the ba all the baits that they don't sell. Like, you know, if they don't have what, what an egg zone or whatever brand it is that you like, you know, just carry this stuff that they don't. Because even if they're Bass Pro, they can't have everything, you know. The Bass Amateur, what, yeah, shop or shack? It's, it's, 
it's a terrible idea. Don't do no, that. No. Nobody take that. And you, you got the you got the tanger outlets. You can you can put it up over there, or you can put it just put it in Bucky's. Bucky's is right there. <laughs> yep. Now you got it. Yep. All right. So let's go over these uh these tournaments. We got um. Oh, I got. Oh, I think I missed a couple of them here, but. Uh, we had Georgia Bass Nation on Lake Ufala. They had 43 anglers. Uh, Dylan Lowry won that with 90 and a half. Joseph Gayton with 88. And Josh Choi with 87 and three quarter. Natural State Kayak Anglers, they were on Greer's Ferry. 39 anglers. Tyler Kinkerdahl. Kinkerdahl. Kirk Endahl. There we go. 79 and a quarter. I'm from Mississippi. You, you got to <laughs> take it easy on me. I barely read. Uh, Mark Cothran with 74 and Jody Bowers with 73 inches. And then Kayak Angler Association, they were on Bartlett Lake out in Arizona, 35 anglers. Mark Kyle with 77 three-quarter. Uh, Raymond Rana with 71 and three-quarter. And Andrew Martin with 68 and three-quarter. So, uh, yeah, congrats to them. And thank you for being being my co-host there, Chuck. Yeah, man. Appreciate Dude, you, man. Andy and Michael, man, those are those are some good guys. It's you know what not not only you know him coming in and winning on that lake, but it's tough to be consistent on your home lake too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that, that but, home uh, field yeah. advantage isn't good all the time. No, it's really not. Lord, I know that one. But uh, right, Chuck, Chuck while, while you're here, tell everybody your social media, man. Uh well, uh, Chuck Wise. You can search me on Instagram. I think it's Chuck Chuck Wise Fishing. Facebook is Chuck Wise. I have a small, stupid YouTube channel, but Dan he he's got a he's got a he's got a growing YouTube channel now. Yeah, I, I went viral. I have like 120 followers. Dude, now, so. I got like 12. All, all my my mom, my dad, my wife. Hey, I'm I'm following. So <laughs> yeah. look, you can look at my Daniel friends. friends. But yeah. get on Chuck's get on Chuck's YouTube, man. Show him some love. He, he, I've watched your videos. You have you have good on the water footage. Mine's yeah. just like. I don't have a GoPro out in the kayak yet, so I'm just yeah. doing like stupid. And so I give away some juice, but I'm doing like you oh, know yeah. my juice. It's I don't know if it's like the juice for everybody, but I give away what I think is. You know, well, maybe we can just merge them because I'm gonna yeah. film. All, I I didn't film Lay because it was just it was so cold, and I was I don't know I, I was not looking forward to that to that event. So I didn't even take the GoPro and I'm glad I didn't. Cause I caught three fish. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I caught one. So there you yeah. go. But on Logan Martin, I'll be filming. I'll film all the rest of the tournaments that we fish. So yeah. editing just takes so long. Does it see? I don't even know. I yeah, all the minor vlog... well, like one shot and then you're done. Yeah. Minor vlog style. If it sucks, I go back and re-record it. Dude, so I, 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 us I usually record twice. Cause the first time, I'll say something really ignorant and then I'll go back and re-record it. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish I could just like put the whole day on there, but it's like, you know, eight hours or nine hours. You can't, it's impossible to load all that on there, but yes, man. Yeah. I, I... In wild country rules were not created by man. Don't miss wild country Wednesdays from seven to 11 PM. Eastern presented by Primos speak the language waypoint TV the destination for outdoor entertainment or I could go live but on YouTube to go live you got to have like a thousand subs so yeah if you guys want to see some live fishing out of a kayak go sub <laughs> there you go so all right uh yeah follow our YouTube so Chuck wise and Daniel Perry fishing get on there yeah, Chuck wise uh, fishing if you want to if you want to see something but it's not that good. I like I like <laughs> your videos, man. Don't be yeah. like that. Like I said, I, I got I got some. I'm gonna get a better GoPro probably this year. You know, sell the house and all that stuff works out. I'll buy your old. Oh, sell me your old GoPro. Okay, yeah, we can do that. I'll just give it to you. I ain't gonna sell it to you. I'll, I'll give it to you. you. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks for watching, everybody, and we'll see you again next time. Oh, and uh, as always, say where your PFDs. I I think I got it. I'm obligated to say that now. You got to say that. Yeah. All right. See y'all next week. Later. See you. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. 
Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jig Masters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.